Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to read a verse from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I want to title the message this morning, In Everything Give Thanks. I want to exhort you to thankfulness as you spend this next week spending time with family and gathering together to be thankful for all the things that you have. We want to be reminded and exhorted of the biblical subject of thankfulness. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I always love this verse. These instructions that, are, that Paul are giving to the church here at the end of this letter. And he says in verse 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to say how thankful that we are to be in your presence, to know you, for our hearts to be filled with your Spirit, our hearts to be drawn out in adoration and in praise to you, our great God. Father, we love you so much. Father, we can't express enough. We can't sing enough. We can't talk enough. We can't share enough with one another of how good that you are, of how good that you've been to us, and Father, how grateful we are for the mercy that you have bestowed upon us. And Jesus, we are so thankful for you, for your sacrifice for us. Help us to remember that today and help us to be thankful. Father, as we just are reminded in your word, Father, cultivate within us a more thankful heart. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It is God's will that you be a thankful person. It is God's will that we be a thankful people. It is God's will that the church be a thankful church. And we're to show, we're to show our thankfulness to Him. So I want to encourage you with the Scriptures and remind you of what it says about how you should be thankful. First of all, we'll look at why should we be thankful? Secondly, whom should we be thankful to? Thirdly, what should we be thankful for? Fourth, what should, when should we be thankful? And fifthly and lastly, what, how should we show we are thankful? Number one, as we consider the biblical subject of giving thanks and we pay heed to this exhortation and everything Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We ask ourselves the question, well, why should I be thankful? Number one, why should I be thankful? And there are many, many reasons that we could give for that, isn't there? But let's turn to Psalm 100. I love this psalm, and it's one that we should be thinking about this Thanksgiving season. It is one that we should constantly be thinking about But I think simply put, the reason why you should be thankful is because the Lord is good. The Lord is good. This is a psalm of thanksgiving. It says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and enter His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endures to all generations. Just in this psalm alone, we find many reasons why we should be thankful. 
And it just lists them for us here in verse 6. First of all, the encouragement and command is to enter into his gates, enter into his courts with thanksgiving, right? The command, the exhortation is enter into his house, enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Be thankful to him. And he says, why? For the Lord is good. For his mercy is everlasting. And for his truth endures to all generations. Do you realize how good the Lord has been to you? You know, we sing that song. The Lord has been so good to me, I want to sing his praise. And we feel that and we believe that and we understand that. Not only because what the word teaches us, but because we have experienced it in regeneration. And we experience it through the communion of the Holy Spirit. That the Lord has been good to us. Not only naturally, but much more spiritually. The Lord is good. It is who He is. We are thanking God for who He is. That He is a good God. It would be a terrible thing to believe that God wasn't good. But you know it's also a terrible thing to believe that God is good. Do you understand that? Because if God is good and God is not evil, then that means that He will by no means clear the guilty. God is good. And so we rejoice both in the fact that He is good and it means that He will show mercy to us, He will show love to us, He will show kindness to us, but also the fact that He is good and He will not let evil go unpunished. So that's a lot to be thankful for just in itself. The Lord is good. He also says, His mercy is everlasting. Brothers and sisters, He has always been merciful to His people. The people that He chose before the foundation of the world. He bestowed mercy upon them before the world was ever created. And in time, He has always been merciful to His people. Throughout every generation... God has been merciful to His people. And throughout your whole life, those of you that know the Lord, He has been merciful to you each and every day of your life. And that mercy, praise God, will continue until the day that you die. And His mercy will continue even on after your physical death into eternal life, into everlasting life. His mercy is everlasting. And you can be thankful for that. Nothing can change that. No sickness, no pain, no tribulation, no separation, no economic collapse. Nothing can change the fact that God's mercy is everlasting. And so even if all these things happen in our life that we might consider against us, yet God is for us because His mercy is everlasting. And so the, the encouragement, the exhortation is be thankful because the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, And His truth endures to all generations. That's something to be thankful for, children. That God's truth, the truth of God's Word, has been passed down from generation to generation for 6,000, maybe over 6,000 years. And you have His truth today. You can read His truth. You can understand His truth. You can believe and rejoice in His truth because He has passed it down to you. His truth has endured to all generations. We can also be thankful. Not only has His truth been revealed in past generations and is being revealed presently to us in our generation, but we can also be thankful for the future generations that God's truth will march on because it endures to all generations. His truth will stand until the time comes for Jesus Christ to return. And truth will endure, because Jesus Christ is truth. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And He has revealed His truth to you. If you know Him, if you believe in Him, if your eyes have been opened, He has revealed His truth to you. And make sure that you are always expressing thanks to God for that that you that have revealed the truth of this word to me. 
You have opened up my eyes that I may behold these beautiful things out of your law. You have helped me to understand who you are, your character, your attributes. You have helped me to understand the truth concerning salvation and what you have done for me and for all your people. That's why we remember. That's why we remember in the communion service what Jesus Christ has done for us because we are thankful for it, that it has been revealed to us. So just in this psalm alone, and this is a good psalm to put to memorization, we're exhorted to have joy, we're exhorted to rejoice, we're exhorted to serve, we're exhorted to, to understand that God is God, that He is the Lord, and that we're to be thankful because the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. Those that understand that they are sinners by nature and by practice are the people who can be the most thankful. You know, a lot of people aren't thankful. Some people may celebrate Thanksgiving holiday this coming week, but they really aren't thankful people at all. And it's because mainly they do not understand who they are. They do not acknowledge the fact that they are sinners and that they deserve nothing from God, none of His blessings, and that all of His blessings are because of His grace and of His mercy. And what we're truly deserving of is God's wrath and God's justice. And yet we receive His love, His mercy, and His peace. And so, the reason why you should be thankful is because you realize that you are a sinner and that God has been gracious to you. The Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and He has revealed His truth to you. That is why you should be thankful. Number two, to whom should you be thankful to? I think this is obvious. But there are also many... There are many natural people that we should be thankful to and we should think about them this Thanksgiving holiday. We should be thankful for, to our parents for their raising of us, providing for us, leading and guiding us, protecting us. We should be thankful for teachers who have taught us, who have educated us, who have molded and shaped us into the things that we have learned and known. We should be thankful for our friends that we have grown up with who have been there with us and who have stuck by us and who have encouraged us. It is a wonderful thing to have friends who, who walk with you in this life. We should be thankful for job, the job that we have, our employers, for providing for us, for, for giving us an opportunity to be able to earn income that will provide for our families and will be able to give to the kingdom of God. We should be thankful for leaders Government, governmental leaders who lead our cities, who lead our states, who lead in this country and who are world leaders, who protect people. We should be thankful for our military personnel who sacrifice their lives for our freedom, for our protection, for the liberty of other people. We should be thankful for policemen and firemen who are there for our protection who are there for our good and who are sacrificing their lives daily for for us. So there are many people to whom we should be thankful and we should thank God for all of these. But ultimately, brothers and sisters, you know this. The Bible teaches that ultimately and primarily we should be thankful to God Himself. Because all of these things, parents, teachers, friends, and everything that we could list, They all come from and are a blessing from God Himself. All good gifts come down from the Father of lights, right? And so He is worthy of our praise for all these because they come from Him. God is the one, is the one to whom we should be most thankful for. David said in 2 Samuel 22, 50, Therefore I will give thanks unto Thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. David had such evangelical zeal because he understood how much God had blessed him 
and how much God had protected him and how much God had been with him throughout his whole life. He says, I will, I will sing, I will declare, I will praise God and I will show him thanks among the heathen, among unbelievers. David wasn't afraid to share with unbelievers and display to the heathen the goodness of God in his life. And you shouldn't be either. A part of us showing our thankfulness is that we tell unbelievers how good God has been to us and the character of God. Do you give thanks to God, to unbelievers? Among unbelievers, be exhorted by how David did. He also said in 1 Chronicles 16:8, Give thanks unto the Lord. He repeats it in verse 34. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Verse 35. That we may give thanks to thy holy name. If you read the Psalms, you're going to come across giving thanks a lot. It, the Psalms are an expression of our heart. They are an expression of David's heart and other writers of the Psalms' heart. And what should be on our hearts is thankfulness to God. And so we have many, many psalms that express giving thanks. And when they're, when they're saying give thanks, it's an encouragement, it's, a, it's an exhortation, it's a command. Give thanks unto whom? Unto the Lord. Because He is the one ultimately we should be giving thanks for. Psalm 92 verse 1 says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. It is good thing. So it's always good to give thanks for His blessings in your life, to give thanks unto Him for knowing Him, to give thanks unto Him for what He has done for you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said in the New Testament, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven, But thanks be to God, who, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul was thankful to God and expressed this thanks and encouraged the saints to be thankful to God for what He had done for them through the Lord Jesus Christ. He also said in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Isn't that something to be thankful for this morning? That God always causes you to triumph. He always gives you the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, you may be tempted. You may be tried. You may have to go through sickness. You may have to go through pain. But God is always there. And through what He has done through the Lord Jesus Christ, you can always have victory in all of those things. Thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, Paul says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You're to give thanks to God in the name of Jesus Christ because the blessings that flow to us, they flow from God the Father, but they th- flow to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we must show and give thanks to Him through Jesus Christ. Colossians 1 verse 3 says, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He would say again in verse 12 of Colossians 1, Giving thanks unto the Father. He would say again in chapter 3 verse 17, Giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So we're to always be giving thanks unto God, unto the Lord through the Spirit, by the Lord Jesus Christ. In heaven, they're giving thanks unto God. They're giving thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 4, always, always love reading this passage and rejoicing in it. It gives us a glimpse into what is going on. Revelation Chapter 4, verse 8. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, holy, holy 
Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. We're thankful for that. We're thankful that He is a holy God. We're thankful that He has always been and always will be, that He does not change. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before Him who sits on the throne and worship Him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for You created all things and by Your will they exist and were created. They are constantly around the throne of God beholding the glorified and risen Christ, giving thanks to Him. Giving thanks to Him. Later you read in Revelation chapter 7. Verse 9 says, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God. We see this in many other places. A people that are truly thankful worship God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Saying amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. We will be giving eternal thanks to our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 11. One more. Revelation 11. Verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there, was a, there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. We can be thankful this morning that Christ is reigning and He will reign forever and ever. And the kingdoms of this earth are becoming his, is being overtaken by His kingdom. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the One who is and was and who is to come, because you have taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of His covenant was seen in His temple, and there were lightnings, noises, thunderings, and an earthquake, and great hail. They said, we give thanks to you, O Lord God Almighty, we should ultimately and primarily be giving thanks unto the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we should be thankful because the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever and His truth endures to all generations. We should be thankful unto Him primarily and ultimately and then be thankful for all those that He has put into our life that are a blessing to us. Thirdly, what should you be thankful for? The simple answer is everything. Amen? Yes. That's the simple answer and that's the biblical answer. You say, well, you know, I should be thankful for food. I should be thankful for clothing. I should be thankful for, for um, a house. I should be thankful for a job. Yes. Yes. You should be thankful for all those things because as we've said, those are blessings from the Lord. But sometimes... I'll say myself, I stop short of also thanking Him for sickness, for pain, 
for tribulation? If we're going to be balanced in what the Scripture says, we are supposed to give God thanks in everything and for everything. And that's not easy to do. Now, it's easy to thank God for the blessings in our life, but do we also give Him thanks for what we might not consider blessings in our life, but actually are blessings? Because sickness can be a blessing because it reminds you of the weakness of your flesh and it reminds you to be thankful for when you are healthy. So sickness is a blessing. We can praise God and be thankful for it. Death, as painful and as hard as it is, is a reminder to us that we one day too will die and that this earth is temporary, that this body is temporary. But it also reminds us that there is an eternal existence beyond this life, and it points us to that whenever there is a death. And so death also is something that we should be thankful for. And for believers, death is, uh, is victory, right? Death is a release from this sin-cursed earth into the holy presence of God. So we can be thankful for, for the death of believers. And the Scripture tells us that, that precious in the eyes of the Lord are the death of His saints. So we, even though we do have pain, even, do, even though it does hurt, even though it doesn't mean that we're supposed to, to, to be happy about sickness, pain, death, and trials, yet we are supposed to be thankful. So the simple answer is everything. You know there are some primary things that you should really be thankful for as you think about them this week. Number one, to have God's Word and be able to know Him. That is the most precious gift. To have His Word and to be able to know Him. If you didn't have anything else that you consider to be blessings or or things to be thankful for, and that's all you had was God's Word and ability to be able to know Him, you could praise Him all the days of your life. And you can be a thankful person, even though you have nothing else in this life. To have God's Word and be able to know Him. Secondly, to have the Holy Spirit that has opened your eyes and changed your heart so that you can be able to understand God's Word is a blessing that even goes farther than just having God's Word and the ability to understand it is the Holy Spirit which illuminates you to be able to understand it and to believe in it and to receive in it to receive it, and to be able to live it out in your life. That is something to be thankful for. And then thirdly, to be saved from your sins and to be given the gift of eternal life. That is something to be thankful for. And it is an ultimate thing to be thankful for, which is the gift of salvation. That God the Father chose you that Jesus Christ, the Son, died and lived for you and lives for you. And number three, that the Spirit call, has called you and is indwelling you and is changing you and is conforming you into the image of Christ daily. That is something to be thankful for. Because if He wasn't doing that, if His Holy Spirit wasn't indwelling us, we simply would not change We simply would not conform ourselves to the image of Christ. But He is doing that through His Spirit and through His Word. And you should be thankful for that. That He has given you victory over sin in your life. So we give thanks to God that He is good. If you read the Psalms, you'll find that the the psalmist gives many reasons why he is thankful to God. Most of them are that He is good. Psalm 107 says, O give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Psalm 118, 1 says, O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. Psalm 136, verse 1 says, O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. The goodness of God is what leads us to repentance. The goodness of God is what helps us to understand how merciful that He has been to us, how kind that He has been to us, how patient that He is with us. How loving He is to us. 
But also we see giving of thanks for His holiness. The fact that God is holy, holy, holy. That He is separate from sin. That He is transcendent. Also, there are psalms that are thanking Him for His justice. That God is a just God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. All His ways are justice, judgment. A God of truth without iniquity. Just and right is He. We're thankful for that. That God is a God of justice. And for His righteousness, that He does good that He always does what is right for His people. And that we can believe, as Paul did, that all things work together for good to those that love God and are the called according to His purpose. We should give thanks for all spiritual blessings as well as natural blessings. You know, sometimes we focus maybe on natural blessings, maybe during this Thanksgiving week. But we should focus on spiritual blessings even above natural blessings because those are truly more important. But we should also give thanks for all things. All things. Think about Job. Job had many natural blessings and he was thankful for them. As Everything that we can see, Job was a righteous man. He hated evil. He departed from evil. He loved and served God and God had, God had blessed him naturally and he was thankful for that. But in the providence and sovereignty of God, he allowed all those things to be taken away. And Job gives us a great example of how we can be thankful in everything because when all these things happened to Job, it says in Job 1.20, and you know this, Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and fell to the ground, and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job gave thanks when God took these things away. When he experienced death when he experienced pain and suffering, when he experienced loss. Did he grieve? Yes. Was he sad? Yes. But he still gave thanks to God because he knew God was in control. And that all the blessings that he had had come from God. He said, I came in naked. None none of the things that I have gotten were... were were from myself. I came into this world naked. Everything has been given to me by God. God gave, He has taken away. Blessed be His name. Truly to be thankful, truly to be thankful means that we've got to give God thanks in everything. When He gives and when He takes away. Even after His health is attacked. His own health, his own body, suffering greatly in torment and in pain. And his wife tells Job that, that he should just curse God. Stop believing in the goodness of God. Just curse God and die. Verse 10 of chapter 2 says, But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Job is a great example of how we should be thankful in all things. Number four, and this kind of ties in to what we've just been talking about, but when should we be thankful? Well, our verse that we read to begin with says, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So we should be thankful all the time. Not only should we be thankful for everything, but we should be thankful all the time. Again, reminding you what he said in Ephesians 5.20, Giving thanks always for all things. Always for all things. Do you do that? Do you always give thanks for all things? 
You're exhorted to do that. You're encouraged to do that. Give thanks always for all things. In Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2, Paul is giving some encouragements to the church at Colossae. And he says in chapter 4, verse 2, Continue earnestly. That to me means all the time. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. So be in continual in a continual spirit, in a, in, in a continual earnestness of thanksgiving. Always. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word. So in everything, give thanks. Giving thanks always for all things. Continuing and watching in thanksgiving. In Philippians, he would encourage the Philippian church. In chapter 4. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything. There it is again. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. In everything. We should be in a spirit of prayer. In everything, we should be thanking God in all things, in all times. In Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13. Verse 12, Therefore Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered outside the gate. Therefore let us go forth to him outside the camp bearing his reproach. For we have, for here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. That is our encouragement. That is your exhortation. By Jesus Christ. By Him. Continually. Not just one time a year. Not just every Thanksgiving holiday. Continually. Every day. Be giving thanks. Be giving praise. The fruit of your lips. Sacrifice of praise, giving thanks to His name. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. That gets into how we show how we're thankful. So are you giving God thanks in every season of your life? Always and at all times. Be encouraged that the scripture tells you that you should be doing that. Lastly, how do we show that we are thankful? If it's true, if we understand why we should be thankful, if we understand that we should be thankful to God, and we understand uh, what we should be thankful about and, and when we should be thankful, then how do we show, how are you showing, how does the Bible say we should be showing this thankfulness? And this is something that we should really consider this, this week. Number one, I think the Bible is overwhelmingly clear that the way that you show your thankfulness is in praise to God. People who are thankful to God show it in praise. If you're not praising God, if you're not worshiping God, if you're not verbalizing that, you're not thankful. You're not thankful. Just what we read in Hebrews 13 verse 15 there. Therefore by Him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. Right? You're, you're, you're a living sacrifice. Paul said in Romans 12, right? 
Present your body as a living sacrifice. Worship and praise is the sacrifice of your mind, the sacrifice of your heart, the sacrifice of your will to rejoice in God, to praise the Lord Jesus Christ. The fruit of your lips, literally the, 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 what comes from your, out of your heart and out of your mouth, it is the fruit of your lips. It is to be praise to God. And it comes by thankfulness. By thankfulness. Giving thanks to His name. Psalm 100, we, verse 4 we read, Be thankful to Him and bless His name. That's what we're doing when we're, when we're worshiping, when we're praising, when we're singing, when we're, when we're shouting to the Lord. We are blessing His name because we're thankful to Him. Psalm 106, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks to Him. Praising the Lord. Lifting up your voice in song. Psalm 26, 7 says, That I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving. What are you publishing with your voice? At work? At home? In the church? Now that's a, that's a challenge. It's a challenge to us. Because sometimes we can focus on the negative. Sometimes we can focus on, on what's wrong. What's going on that's wrong in the world. And that could be all we talk about at work, with our friends, maybe even in our homes. But what we should be publishing with our voice is the goodness of God, is the sovereignty of God, is how God is in control, how Jesus is on the throne, and reminding ourselves of this and reminding others of this. Yes, the world is evil. Yes, men and women are sinners. Yes, we see corruption like we've never seen it before in our country. But it's always been around. Yes, we acknowledge that. But we are thankful that God is fulfilling His purposes and His counsel shall stand and none can thwart His hand. That I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving. Psalm 69 verse 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. That's why we should love to sing because it's our opportunity to display and to show God our thanks. Not just by saying it, but by singing it. So in praise to God, scriptures are full. Do you spend time thanking God in praise? Not only here, but also throughout the week. Number two, in prayer to God. In prayer to God. These things that we've read, Philippians 4, 6, where he was encouraging them to pray always, right? In everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God with thanksgiving, right? So a way that, the way that you show God you're thankful is tell God that you're thankful when you're praying. Not just ask, Lord, all these things, but also, Lord, thank you for all these things. I think we see a great balance of that here in our church. We're always giving praise. We're always giving thanks, as well as asking for these things that are needed. And we should have that balance in, in, our, in our prayers, in our praise. We saw it in Colossians 4.2 where he said, be, be constant, earnestly constant in prayer with thanksgiving. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, we know that Paul exhorted the church that they should be should be praying for all men, for all kinds of men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. So we're we're showing thanks to God when we're praying for all kinds of men, giving thanks that He has blessed us with these leaders, and then praying for them. Ephesians chapter 1 Paul says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, 
making mention of you in my prayers. We're always giving thanks to God for the people of God in prayer. When you pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ, thank God for them, thank God what He has done for them and what He's doing in them, as well as asking that He would meet their needs. You know, when Jesus taught us to pray, He taught us to to pray to God, thanking God. Give us this day our daily bread. Help us to appreciate and be thankful for what you give us daily and meeting our needs. Lead us not into temptation. But he also said, pray for others. Right? Pray for others. Pray for yourself. Pray for others. We should be thanking God for what He has given us, what He has given others. And then also he says in Philippians a similar thing. Paul almost does this in all of his letters. Giving thanks to God for the people of God. Philippians 1.3 I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine making request for you with all joy. And that should be the same with us. Every time we're thinking about our brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world, we should be thanking God for them and also making requests for them with all joy. So we show that we're thankful in our praise to God. We show that we're thankful in our prayers to God. And then lastly, we show that we're thankful, truly thankful, in our perseverance to God. In our perseverance to God. A lot of the places in the Old Testament and in the Psalms where it talks about being thankful, the people who are expressing, whether it's David or another writer, when they're expressing their thanks to God, they say, thanks be unto you, O Lord. And then they say something like this, I will pay the vows that I've made to you. A person who is truly thankful for the blessings of God in their life will say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to show you that I'm thankful by doing what I say that I'll do. By using what you have given me for your glory. Psalm 50 verse 14, Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto Him. Jonah, remember when he was in the belly of the fish and he was praying to God? What did he say? But I, Right before that, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. And then he would go on to say, salvation is of the Lord. He understood that he needed to be thankful to God, that he showed mercy to him, that he spared him, and that he was giving him another opportunity. And he says, I will show that I'm thankful by being obedient to what God called me to do. Be faithful in what He's called me to do. And I think that's how we show our thankfulness to God, is by being faithful to do what He's called us to do. 2 Corinthians 4.15 says, through, through thanksgiving of many, redound to the glory of God. I tell you, when you show your thankfulness by praising God, by worshiping God, by um, persevering in the faith, by spending time in prayer, that redounds to the glory of God. He receives glory from that when you do that. And so we ought to do that as much as we can. The encouragement in Colossians chapter 2. In in Colossians chapter 2, Paul is encouraging the brothers and sisters in Christ here, to walk in Christ. To live in Christ. To walk in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. He says how you walk, how you're walking in the Lord, how you're being established, and, and, and being rooted and built, built in Him is going to show by the way that you walk with thanksgiving, he says. With thanksgiving. 
So are you persevering in thanks to God? Are you showing God that you're thankful by not only verbalizing that, but also living it out in your life? So we should be thankful to God for He is good. His mercy is everlasting. His faithfulness endures to all generations. He primarily is who we should be thankful for. We should give thanks in everything, for everything. We should give thanks at all times. And we should praise and pray and persevere in thanksgiving. Lastly, in Luke chapter 17, there's the account of when Jesus healed the ten lepers. All of them were crying out to Jesus for Him to heal them. And Jesus does. He heals all of the ten lepers. And He tells them to go and show themselves to the priest. And it says, as they were going, that one of them who were healed turned back and gave thanks to Jesus Christ for Him healing him. And Jesus said, where are the nine? Why didn't they return and give thanks to God for the healing? And that's something for us to consider. Am I the one who returned and is giving thanks by worshiping down, by bowing down and worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ and praising Him? Or am I just like the nine who just go my merry way and take everything for granted? As you celebrate Thanksgiving with your family this week, I hope that you will take time to truly see all that you have to be thankful for and that you will spend time thanking God for His unspeakable gift in your life. May God bless you and keep you. May, he give you. May you give Him thanks in everything in your life. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's pray.